live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hey guys, get out to the Big Salad for lunch today. Located right out there in Dogwood on Market Street in Flowood, Mississippi. I got the menu pulled up right here. Huh. And of course, <laughs> my computer freezes up as I hit the menu button. You can't make it up sometimes. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, look, man, it's, uh, as it warms up outside, we all want something a little bit lighter. Maybe something a little cooler. Maybe something that ain't so hard on our stomachs. If especially us folks, or I say us folks, you folks that would work outside and do manual labor. Uh, I sit my big butt at a desk all day. I do have to get out some, but uh, I'm not going to lump myself in there with you hardworking blue-collar folks. God bless you. <clears throat> but hey, look, man, if you're looking for something a little bit lighter, you're watching that figure, trying to get ready for the summer, may I encourage you to try the big salad. They got everything from the bravocado. These are some of their specialty salads. You can always just build your own. They got the bravocado, the chicken Caesar, the club, the cob, the Mediterranean, the miso sesame, the seaside, Southwest chicken, strawberry apple, and more. They also have sandwiches, subs, and smoothies and soups and all that stuff. They even have a Hell Caesar chicken wrap. Got there. Give them, a, give them a try today. Really, really good folks. Locally owned, locally operated. Uh, with the national backing of a franchise. So, shop them online or shop them on, Check out their menu online at thebigsalad.com and you can order online and pick up here locally at The Big Salad right there in Dogwood. Give them a try today. All right. I keep teasing the the uh, Woke Diversity Submarine. So, let's do that. And I And Ryan did send me the link. To the EBT, emergency EBT money. <clears throat> oh, man, that's aggravating. That is aggravating. All right. Let's see here. Yeah, so <laughs> I sent this to a few people yesterday. I posted it in our group, too. But, uh, yeah, the CEO of the submarine company that's sitting at the bottom of the ocean or corked up, floating around the top, spinning around in circles like a barrel rolling down a hill with people in it. Either one sounds miserable. I've been mystified by this whole submarine thing. This has been crazy. To what he talks about. But uh, here's the CEO of OceanGate discussing not hiring 50-year-old white guys with military experience. I'm telling y'all, diversity, equity, inclusion are going to be the death of some of y'all. The CEO talks about hiring people. Uh, yes, I mean, when I started the business, one of the things you'll find, there are other sub-operators out there, but they, they typically um, have uh, gentlemen who are ex-military submariners, and they you'll see a whole bunch of 50-year-old white guys. Um, I wanted our team to be younger, to be inspirational, and I'm not going to inspire a 16-year-old to, to go pursue marine technology. But a 25-year-old, uh, you know, who's a sub-pilot or a, a platform operator, one of our techs, can be inspirational. And so we've really tried to to get um, very intelligent, motivated, younger individuals involved because we're doing things that are completely new. We're taking approaches that are used largely in the aerospace industry is related to safety and uh, some of the, the preponderance of checklists, uh, things we do for risk assessments and things like that that are more aviation related than um, ocean related. And we can train people to do that. We can train someone to pilot the sub. We use a game controller. 
um, so anybody can drive the sub. Listen to what he talked. Right. Uh, so he doesn't want 50 year old white guys helping to build his subs. You know, people that may have actually driven subs in the military. He just wants their $250,000 to take them down in the tube of death. Most of the stuff on the sub was bought at a camping world. That is not a joke. That is not a joke. I was bringing the girlfriend up to speed last night on this whole Titanic submarine stuff. She's been busy the last couple of days and ain't been able to keep her finger on the pulse of everything going on. She's like, why do I keep hearing about the Titanic? So I was bringing her up to speed and trying to explain. I said, they use a PlayStation 2 controller. She's like, they would use the oldest one. <laughs> you can always tell her. You can always tell who's a mother of boys. Uh, anyway, and I was in there and then come to find out this morning, I'm listening. And the, the actual cylinder was part of like some old sewer line or something. Anyway, it's got to be a bad situation in that submarine right now. It has got to be a bad situation. I mean, it's supposed to be what? I think they had 96 hours of air, which in theory you would think that would be enough for what's supposed to be about a six to 10 hour trip, I think. <sighs> you know, they got some snacks, they got some drinks. You know, the human body going to start doing things the human body does. And you're in the tube of death. I saw the greatest meme yesterday. I couldn't even post it. Because, you know, it's just so bad. But I think I can describe it on the radio. I, I want to pull it up. I want to make sure I get it right. This was so bad. It was good. It's probably the best meme ever. It's going to be hard for anybody to create a better one. It says, gee, I hope the submarine has enough oxygen. And then it says, the submarine. And it's a picture of the submarine with George Floyd's face on the front of it. Boom! <laughs> I want to post it so bad. I want to post it so bad. But I'm pretty sure that uh, that would be the one that gets me kicked off of Facebook again for the foreseeable future, so I'm going to hold off. Let's see here. You know, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. He goes, I wanted, I wanted our team to be younger, to be ins- inspirational. A 25-year-old who's a sub-pilot or a platform operator or one of our techs can be inspirational, he, he remarked, accompanied by the visual representation of a female crew member. You know, here's the deal. We talk about this a good bit on this show. I don't care who builds my spaceships. I don't care who builds my underwater submarine exploration units. I need it to be the best person. I don't, I don't care if they're white, 50-year-old guys with military experience. God knows those guys have never done nothing. Good Lord. I don't care if it's a gay black trans person from space. If they're the best person at doing that job, I want them to do that job. I want them to be the one twisting them wrenches, designing those designs, building those houses, strapping those rocket launchers onto the bottom of that spaceship. I don't care. I'm so tired of this push for diversity, equity, and inclusion at the at the sacrifice of quality work. Because that seems to be the biggest issue here. I saw a story a minute ago. I know I'm bouncing all over the place a little bit, but it's related. 
I don't do in-depth stuff here. If you're if you're here for in-depth peeling the onion back on things, you you got the wrong show. We had a lot of topics around here. I saw a story a second ago on Outkick. ESPN has released a story against Major League Baseball, upset that Major League Baseball doesn't have enough diversity, equity, and inclusion. It is not baseball's fault that the best baseball players in the world, that enough of them ain't black, that enough of them ain't gay. You have the best players. It, 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 it's a bit disconcerting. It's a bit concerning that you would want to sacrifice quality for diversity. It's like, yeah, you know, maybe he's the best pitcher, but he's trans, and that well, we'd much rather have a trans rainbow supremacist up there than the best pitcher. These are people who don't even watch sports, which I rarely do anymore because they've ruined it for me and I have other things to do with my time. But this is how why people are going to quit watching sports. You know, you watch real sports and you have a favorite team. As a Mississippi as a lifelong Mississippi State fan, I know that we're probably going to lose more than we win. We're never going to beat Alabama. We hadn't beat them in my lifetime. Well, no, we have once. Uh, by, 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 with the worst coach that we've ever had to boot. Anyway, we're, we're probably never going to beat Alabama again. I did see the schedule a couple years down the road where we actually don't have them on it. Hallelujah. <laughs> I think we got Oklahoma instead. Anyway, or maybe Texas. But I know we have Georgia. <laughs> we replaced them with Georgia. Yay, us. Um, but you go, you watch the games because you, you got a puncher's chance. We love an underdog. I mean, you bet if you're a state or Ole Miss fan, you better love an underdog because <laughs> you, you're even Ole Miss fans. You were the underdog more times than you're not. I know you don't believe that. I know you, I know you don't, but you, you watch the games because you want to believe that you can win because you believe that, man, if, if we just, if we play the perfect game. We got a puncher's chance because we because we got the best athletes on our team that quali- you know that we could get on our team. Not a single person on that team is playing a position because they're black or white or because they didn't have enough. We got to make sure it's equal. We got to have one black cornerback, one white cornerback. Oh look, our, our our quarterback's trans. Nobody cares about any of that. Nobody cares. You know, circle back to baseball real quick. When baseball started importing all of their players from these um, South American countries, inevitably, Americans were going to lose interest in the sport, and they still chose to go with the best players available, in their opinion, with these players from Tijuana and wherever else all these baseball players are from, Puerto Rico, all these places. They, they said these are the best baseball players in the world. 
they play one sport from the time they're born to the to the day they retire. It's why these other te- it's why these other countries are so good at soccer. It's why American people are so good at basketball and football. And we've kind of we've kind of allowed other countries to take the lead in baseball and soccer and stuff. Well, we didn't allow anybody taking in soccer. <laughs> we've never been the best in soccer, but baseball was our game. If any game was ours, it was baseball. And we, you know, we've we MLB quit focusing on the college players in America. They've shifted back that direction a little bit here the last few years because people quit watching the game on TV. I mean, man, like I need players have to be relatable. I know I'm getting off on a tangent here. I quit watching baseball when none of the players spoke English. I mean, think about how much money like we all know somebody who's got kids or or you or you guys do that play all that travel ball, select ball, fall ball. You play baseball year round. How many kids do you know actually got a college scholarship doing any of that? I mean, it can't be but a few. I mean, maybe maybe a free ride at JUCO? For all that money you invested, all those camps you sent your kids to? It, it can't be many. Anyway, I think baseball is very diverse in the sense that if your, if your job was to keep white and black Americans from playing professionally, I think baseball's done a great job at that. Would would we be having this conversation if baseball was predominantly black? Because they didn't call out the NBA for having a diversity issue. They ain't got enough white folks. They ain't got. Does it have any Spaniards? Does it have any Asians in there right now? They didn't get called out for it. Let's take a break. Come back. Close out hour one. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I've got a study here too. We're gonna tease. We're gonna do it in the second hour. So stay tuned. We now have scientific hashtag trust the science that conservative women are in fact more attractive than Democrat women. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards Show. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on The Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at ClayEdwardsShow.com for shirts and more. Peace.